What's up, what's up, what's up, bitches? How you doing? How's it hanging? Um, we're back. We took an unintentional week off because I lost track of the week because Ev's not sleeping. I mean, let's just keep it real. If you guys are expecting a clean, polished podcast over here, you came to the wrong place. This is your hot mess express just some bitches hanging out, shooting the shit together type of podcast. Um, so if you're new here, hi, welcome. That was a weird introduction. I am Allie, the host of the Be That Bitch podcast, where we talk all about being that bitch, you know, whatever. And today, <clears throat> I'm a bitter bitch, not gonna lie. I am a bitter bitch today. I ran my half marathon this morning. If y'all don't know, I'm a runner. I feel like, you know, I'm like one of them motherfuckers that say, I'm a runner. It's kind of like those people that do CrossFit and they will, the first thing they will ever let you know is that they do CrossFit. I feel like I am, I am that person now with running. I'm like, I'm a runner. Oh, hi, my name's Allie. I'm a runner. Like, whatever. I appall myself. Um, but anyway, I ran a half marathon today, my third half marathon with the big audacious goal of a PR, which if you don't know what a PR is, it's a personal record. And yeah, that shit didn't fucking happen. And we'll get into that. But right now it's Saturday night. Um, my husband is out racing and doing stupid shit. I am home with the kids. They just went to bed. I am on my third glass of wine. And this podcast could be really good or really fucking bad. I just don't know which way it's going to go. But I felt like, you know what? Let's just talk things through. I feel like this podcast is kind of like my therapy sessions. And I just kind of get to talk shit through while usually drinking water because, uh, you know, a hydro bitch is a happy bitch, but right now I'm drinking wine, which I am double fisting. I have my hydro and I've got my wine. So, you know, rehydrating while I dehydrate. Why not? Right. Sounds like a good plan. So anywho, that's what we did today. And we'll get into that. That's what this whole podcast episode is going to be about. I'm going to just kind of share with you guys five things that I've learned from not hitting my goal, which I feel like not enough people talk about is their failures. Everybody talks about when they've succeeded, when they've hit their goal. They fucking voice that shit to the mountaintops. But nobody really talks about all the fucking failed attempts, all the times that they've set their sights on, worked their fucking ass off just to come up just a little fucking short. Just uh, Oh, okay. We're not getting into that right now. We're not getting into that. We need to ease in. Okay, Allie, I like to catch you up on my life, right? So what's going on? This week was a fucking shit show. Ev's not sleeping. And that's my life. It was basically survival mode. You guys didn't really miss much in the last uh, two weeks since I caught you guys up. Just kind of, you know, we're not thriving. We're surviving right now. But sometimes surviving is okay. Um, what am I reading? We always talk about what I'm reading. So the last we talked, I read the Ravenhood series. I did just read another series, the Empire Nightclub series. Y'all, holy fucking shit. Holy fucking shit. I also read Hooked. So let me just kind of talk to you about both of these. So Hooked is like a, a contemporary like rendition of Peter Pan, heavy on the Peter, if you get what I'm talking about. <laughs> I cracked myself up. I can't even. I fucking can't even. So it's basically a raunchy, like dark, twisted, sexy version of Peter Pan. Um, they even have some characters in there like Hooked and uh, Tinkerbell and uh, fucking Wendy. Like, 
They have it all in there, y'all. They have Peter in there. Um, so it was dark. It was twisted. It gave me some cringe moments. And I am very, like, far away from cringing. Like, it takes a lot to make me cringe. There's another book that made me cringe in the opposite direction. Um, and I still love the book. Don't get me wrong. But there was moments in it that I'm like, holy fucking shit. That's happening. Um, fuck, what's it called? Unconditional by QB Tyler. Um, it's a taboo where she falls in love with her guardian and like all the daddy talk. Oh, it just it like she literally calls him daddy in bed and it makes me just cringe a little bit. I'm not going to fucking lie. Like I'm good for a taboo, but let's not make it cringy. Um, so anyways, that was a side note. But anyways, Hooked was really good. It was really dark. It was really twisted. If you're easily offended, it's probably not the book for you. But fuck, if you're easily offended, this podcast is probably not the podcast for you. So I'm going to guess you're my motherfucking people and y'all don't get offended by little shit. So it's a really good book. It's sexy it's dark it's twisted and then you're gonna need a a palette cleanser after that one i highly suggest uh mr garcia that's what i'm reading right now and holy fucking shit it's hot it's the whole mr series by teal swan is just chef's kiss immaculate um they're all like age gaps um mr masters is really good he falls in love with his nanny uh mr garcia he falls in love with a barista you know just yes yes same yes same old shit just a different day um okay now let's talk about the empire nightclub series i know y'all might get sick and tired of me talking about books but i feel like you guys don't because you guys share a lot of the recommendations that you guys have read that i've gave you and that they have changed your life and your marriage and all that thing so i feel like I'm just gonna keep going and if you don't like it fucking fast forward I don't know what to say hold on okay the Empire Nightclub series y'all holy fucking shit holy fucking shit it is so good so it's a uh dark it's another dark one I was in a dark mood I don't maybe maybe when I'm in like a bad mood and just like feeling like just dark and like I want to kill everybody maybe that's why I go to dark books it maybe just like <laughs> reminds me that I'm not as psychotic as I think I am. Anyways, so it's a dark romance, a mafia book. So her dad, so her dad, right? So there's the main character, the girl, and the main character, the guy. So the main girl, her dad got fucking sent to prison pretty much for life or for like 20 plus years, whatever, um, for a murder, a murder that he did in not self-defense. I guess he was defending his daughter. Um, but he like hit a motherfucker with a wrench and just was a really unlucky bastard and killed him with one fell swoop. So there's that. So anyways, he goes to prison. Her daughter, his daughter comes, visits him in prison. Well, she catches the eye of the last motherfucker she probably should have caught the eye from. Um, a crime mob, mafia crime mob son. And basically, she strikes a deal with the devil to get protection from her dad because her dad's getting his ass fucking handed to him in prison by the cousin of the motherfucker he killed. And so she makes a deal with the devil to spend the night with him for seven nights in his bed. It was not prostitution. Sex was not part of the deal. Of course it happened. But, you know, anyways, um... And it just kind of like spiraled from there. So it was really dark, really twisted, like 
major alpha male vibes. Like, uh, I am a fucking hoe for a man, a main character that is just like an alpha male. That's just like, take no shit, possessive, like, I will kill a motherfucker if they look at me type of guy. And that was him. Like, so sweet to her, but an asshole to everybody else. And I don't know. Maybe I just have a thing for assholes because my husband's an asshole. And, and that's part of what made me fall in love with him. But I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. If a guy came up to me all super sweet and all, I would look at him and probably laugh. But if a guy, like, ripped my hair back and said, get on your fucking knees, I would be like, yes, daddy. Okay, just kidding. That got really weird really quick. So we're just going to, we're going to, hold on, swig. We need to, we need to change, change gears real quick. Y'all, I kid you not, I want to paint you this picture real quick before we actually get into the shit that we're supposed to be talking about in this podcast episode. This is probably why I should not do a podcast episode two glasses of wine in me being a lightweight i am sitting here i've got my microphone i'm in my um probably reading smut sweatshirt with my glass of wine in one hand i'm holding my hydro jug in the other and i've got a pack of saltine fucking crackers right here in front of me because i'm starving because you can never have too much food after like any kind of big race i swear i'm just like a human garbage disposal all day i'm eating and you know carbs are life so that's one reason why i could never get the motherfuckers up okay so anywho half marathon let's I feel like we went way off topic and that was already 10 minutes. Y'all, this is probably going to be a long podcast episode. So y'all just buckle up and and enjoy the bumpy ride, my friends. Okay, so this half marathon. So this is, like I said, my third half marathon. So my first one was in 2021. It was in December. It was like my last hurrah um, before, you know, I ended the best year, one of the best years, like personally of my life. Um, and that was like my last big, like challenge to myself. And I fucking like that race almost destroyed me. I finished it in three hours. My feet cramped. I was crying. It felt like I was fucking walking on pins and needles. Everything hurt and I was dying. And then my stupid ass had to go to a motherfucking birthday party after that. And I couldn't walk for two days. So that one was a disaster. The second one was in the middle of training for my, uh, full marathon. So it was in February and I finished that in two hours and 29 minutes and like two hours, 29 minutes and 0.57. I don't fucking know how to say it. You guys get what I'm saying. It was right under two and a half. And my goal coming into this one was, and which, you know, granted that one and my rational brain is trying to come in, but my emotional brain is making me a bitter bitch. You guys ever did that, right? Like your rational brain, like you, your rational brain, you know, rationally that the facts, right? So in February, it's way less fucking hot. It's way less fucking humid. It's way less like just exhaust, right? It's just way less everything, right? And today in the middle of June, fuck, we're at pretty much the end of June. It was 85 degrees, 75% humidity. It misted. Like I'm, my rational brain is saying, Allie, 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 Allie. The the conditions were way tougher during this one than they were the other one. Allie, (laughs) it was way hotter during this one than it was the other. Allie, the humidity was way more this one than they were the other. It's going to fuck with your pace. That's my rational brain, right? My rational brain is saying, Allie, you finished at two hours and 31 minutes in way worse conditions. That means you technically did better. Okay, 
But my fucking emotional brain is like, this is bullshit. I'm a bitter bitch. I got so fucking close. Like I'm sitting here pulling my hair out during lunch, wondering where I could have done things differently, where I could have pushed harder, beating myself up over some of the things that I walked when I knew I could have ran. And I was just like, you know how you get when you don't hit your goal or you, you miss it by just a little bit. You really start getting in your head about all the things, right? All the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, which is basically the most fucking dumbest thing we could ever do is let it like, let it control our mood of something that's happened in the past. That saying, don't cry over spilt milk, kind of comes in handy right here, right? Like me being pissed off and about all the shit that I could have changed when I can't do it, right? Like it's not like you can fucking go back in time and change shit. And so my rational brain has really been trying to fight to come forward, but my emotional brain has been like winning nonstop today. So Today I had my half marathon and my big goal was a personal record. I've done all the training. I've ran all the fucking miles. I've killed myself over these last, what, four, six weeks, um, all in the hopes of getting a PR, a personal record. And I missed it by just at two minutes. And I'm not going to lie. That fucking hurt. That hurt, and it made me a bitter bitch for the good part of most of the day. That's probably why I've had two glasses of wine, because I'm just trying trying to talk myself over the ledge. Um, so I finished it in two hours, 31 minutes, and some change, whatever. So anyways, um, I've been really kind of just wrapping my head around, right? Like, all the things that I could have done differently and all. And, you know, before I laid the kids down for bed, I kind of looked at myself in the mirror. I was like, Allie. Ali, 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 Ali. Like, why are you beating yourself up over things that cannot be changed? Why are you giving equal airtime to all the things that you feel like you should have done versus all the things that you did do, right? Like, why do we do that? Why do we give so much airtime to all of the areas we feel like we needed to improve in and not focus on all the areas that we did improve in, right? All of the areas that we did get better in versus all the areas we feel like we still need to improve in. So for example, for me, right, I looked at my paces. Um, I'm sorry, I'm all wiggly, y'all, and you guys probably can hear it, but you're just gonna have to get over it because I've got ants in my pants, I reckon. So anyways, I was like looking at, for example, for me, I was looking at my paces and all of my paces were right there on top of each other. So anywhere from like 11 minutes to uh, 12 minutes per mile the entire way, which in last time I did this half marathon, I had them all over the place. I had 10 minute miles, 13 minute miles, 12 minute miles, 11 minute, like they were all over the place. And so one thing that teaches me is that I'm learning to control my pace. I'm learning to run consistently instead of sporadically, which is going to be huge for my distance running and overall bettering my PR. I also realized that I did way better with hydration, so I didn't have to walk as much as that I normally do versus before I would have to walk because I was always getting cramps. And so I'm learning the hydration, you know, roadmap. Um, also, just the fact that like I finished y'all like I feel like I especially I get so wrapped up in all of the improvements that I'm wanting to make and all the goals that I'm wanting to crush. And I'm the type of person like once I hit one goal, I'm ready to go to the next. Like I'm ready to crush the next one and the next one and the next one. And then when I don't, I really have to sit there and evaluate and like I have to make myself think about how far I've come instead of focusing on the thing that I didn't achieve. And so like today on my time hop, something 
could not have come at a better time. And it was a picture of my watch from a run that I did. I think it was this time last year, or maybe it was two years ago. No, it was last year. Cause I only started running last year. Um, it was a year ago and it, I ran 1.82 miles and y'all want to know what that fucking pace was. Hold on. I'm pulling this bitch up so I can tell you guys exactly. Come on. Yeah, it was one year ago today and the pace was 16 minute mile at 1.82 miles. 16 minute mile, y'all. I and I'm sitting here like saying I'm not doing enough. I'm not dancing enough, like, you know, basically throwing myself a pity party. And I have to ask myself, Allie, snap out of it, you dumb bitch. Stop thinking about everybody that's faster than you, how much faster you want to get, how much better you want to get, and just focus on how far you've come instead of how far you have to go. And thinking that way, you know, going from running a 16 minute mile a year ago in a short span to now running an average of 11 minute and 40 minute, 11 minute and 40 seconds, words are hard, 11 minute and 40 second mile for a half a marathon. Like that's insane improvement in a year. And so I needed that reminder. And, you know, I've got other things that I've kind of learned over the span of these, these last few hours of just my inner inner introspective, introspective, my inside work, um, and just all that stuff. And so just y'all just remind yourself that No matter how many times you go after a goal and don't hit it, you will get there eventually, but not if you quit. And no matter how many goals you're going to keep setting, you've got to never forget how far you've come. Because I think we get so fucking caught up in the future that we can't ever think about how far we've come. And so that's something that I really needed today was a reminder of, you know, yeah, maybe you didn't hit your goal and yeah, maybe it sucks. And yeah, maybe you could have changed anything, some things and you could have done it, but you didn't, it didn't happen. And look how far you've come. Look at the bitch that you've become in just a year and just think the next time that you do this, You might blow that personal record out of the water. And if not that time, then the next time and the next time and the next time. Like we have to realize that there's always going to be a next time. There's always going to be an option, an opportunity, not an option, an opportunity to go after your goal again, to set your sights on those and achieve the things that you want to achieve, but not if you fall down and fucking quit. And so reminding myself that is just so important, y'all. Some fucking crazy ass shit happens when you just take quitting off the table. When you take it off the table of giving up on yourself and quitting because you fucking didn't do anything. Quitting will never get us there any quicker. Quitting never gets us anywhere. And y'all, I have learned so much more from the times that I have fallen on my ass and from the times that I haven't hit my goals than any other time. Like those are truly the learning and the building blocks and the foundation to hitting your goals. Um, I mean, you have to think like one of my favorite analogies, right? And it's something that I always resort back to is thinking about a baby, right? How many times does a baby fall on their ass while they're trying to learn to walk? 
They fall on their ass and they don't just like roll over and say, well, guess walking's just not for me. Guess I'm just not going to do it anymore. I'm just going to fucking crawl off to college. No, they dust themselves off and they learn, oh, maybe I need to balance here. I need to balance here. Maybe I need to try to hold on to something and then start working, right? They learn from every failed attempt somewhere along the line of innocent childhood to fucking corrupt adulthood we forget that failure is something that we learn from it's part of the process it's part of learning that every time we fall every time we don't hit a goal we learn a little bit more to keep going into our next attempt and then we learn something from that attempt and we keep going until eventually we've learned enough shit to finally achieve that goal And so that is one of my big things is y'all, you've got to remember that no matter how many times you fall, there's always going to be a way to learn and you got to keep getting up, dusting yourself off and keep going back. Do you think this is going to be my last half marathon I run? No, I'm going to be a little bitter bitch for 24 hours that goes into my next thing, right? Like I am a true believer in a 24 hour rule. You can throw a little tantrum for 24 hours and but you got to move up move up move on after that because there's no nothing good that ever comes in dwelling dwelling on all the bad dwelling on all the the hard shit because it just prolongs that and so it also goes the 24 hour rule it also goes for positive too right like you can only gloat for something for 24 hours and then you gotta you gotta keep going you gotta keep moving because we all know that motherfucker that was like crown prom queen in high school and they're 42 years old still living in their glory days because that's the bit that's the height of anything they've ever achieved and so reminding ourselves that to brag and to gloat that's fine um but make sure it's something current right like we've got to keep going after our goals but it also goes for the negative like don't allow yourself to be consumed by it give yourself 24 hours to throw your tantrums to be pissed off but you got to get back you got to get back and keep pushing and that's exactly what I did you know I don't need 24 hours anymore I just kind of need 10 hours to throw my little tantrum and then I'm off to the races and looking up another half marathon to do the, to finally achieve that goal. But really just focusing on day by day, minute by minute, and really taking that time to not beat yourself up. You know, I feel like so many times it can be so easy to beat ourselves up over the things that we feel like we could have done, should have done, would have done, but that doesn't do anything in, in the grand scheme of things. Um, Another thing that I've learned is it's okay to to be upset. Like just, just know and know that it's okay to be upset. I feel like so many people say, you know, especially today while I finished my half marathon, right? And you know, I finished it in a decent time and I, I finished it. Like I should have been proud and everybody I told that I was upset because I didn't hit this goal. Their first comments were, you know, like, oh, but it was so humid and oh, it was so hot. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. But can you please validate my feelings for just two seconds and let like let me say, yeah, that fucking sucks. Like just sit with me in the suck because it does. It fucking sucks when you put your goal in and you work four to six weeks. You work your fucking ass off and put so many miles in all for this one goal and you don't achieve it. Yeah, it sucks. And yeah, I'm sure the humidity had a place in it and the heat and all that stuff. And 
but I know that like rationally we know that and if we're venting to somebody or if we're sharing it like we don't need somebody's rational brain like just say yeah that sucks but you know what you're gonna do it next time like allow us to feel our feelings and it's so just know that it's okay to feel your feelings it's okay to acknowledge that it sucks it's okay to acknowledge that you're hurt it's okay to acknowledge that you know you wish it would have came out differently don't let it consume you don't let it control you but also don't let anybody diminish your feelings I feel like so easily people are trying to comfort us but it also diminishes our feelings and that's just it's just not okay sometimes and so just know that your feelings are valid and that however you're feeling about whatever you've done and whatever goal that you didn't achieve that it's valid and even if somebody doesn't get it they don't have to it's not their fucking business to get what you do it's only yours right no it's nobody else's obligation to understand why you do what you do you have to understand why you do what you do and as long as you understand it that's all that matters and as long as you are the one that's doing the work, that's all that matters. And so really just just taking the time, take that time for you, but also tell people like, yeah, 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 I get that, but it still fucking sucks. And just end it there, you know? And once you get out of those feelings and you can start thinking with your rational brain again, like really sit there and use it as a lesson. A failure is not a failure as long as we learn from it. It's just unlearning opportunity it's only becomes like an epic failure if we don't learn anything from it and we just keep repeating it time and time again and so as long as you are learning from it and grabbing lessons to be able to come back stronger you can truly say you know what this was a learning opportunity I know I need to change XYZ. I know I need to do this, that, and the other. And I'm going to finally achieve that. I'm going to come back stronger. And then you'll start inching your way to finally achieving that goal. Y'all, every single thing is a learning opportunity. And you will learn so much from your failed attempts and your the attempts that you haven't hit your goal than you'll ever will from hitting a goal. There's not much lessons to be learned from hitting a goal, but there is a fuck ton of lessons to be learned from not hitting your goal. So for example, for me today, my one of the lessons that I've learned was I need to stop focusing as much on my heart rate and focus on my pace also. I focused on my heart rate the entire time and I should have I should have paid attention to my pace more. Um, another thing that I learned is yeah, it was okay to walk up the hills, but I didn't need to walk up the hill the entire time that I could have walked up the steepest, but I needed to run up some of it. Um, another thing that I learned was that stopping at the water stations instead of just doing my water belt really cut into my time. And so I need to do my water belt and maybe stop only once or twice at the water stations instead of stopping every single time and, and standing there for a minute each time. Um, another thing that I learned was that I needed to really focus on starting it at a conservative pace. So then at the end of the background, I can hike it up so I can really focus on, all right, so I've got this much time to the, to the end. So doing that, that math in, in my head and, and I could keep going on. You guys don't need me dwelling on it, but maybe think what was one of the failed attempts you've had? Maybe your failed attempt was you wanted to finish a whole workout program and you didn't finish that. So think what, what, what are some things that got in my way? from doing that? What are the things that I let stand in my way and how can I, you know, eliminate that or get stronger so I can overcome that 
for the next time. So maybe, for example, you wanted to do a 30-day workout program, but, you know, there was six days of the 30 days that you let work fucking stress you out and you came home and you found yourself elbows deep in a family-sized bag of Doritos with a bottle of wine. And to hell with that goal, right? And so maybe... Focusing, okay, so I know after work I'm triggered, so why don't I do it before work? Or maybe, all right, so yeah, I know after work, this is that and the other is where I struggled last time. Maybe this time I can maybe put my workout clothes on right when I get home and not give myself that out, right? So just being proactive and thinking about things that you can do differently to get a different outcome. Remember y'all, nothing changes if nothing changes. We have got to change shit to get the change. And you know, it all just boils down to really focusing on where we can change for the better and the elements that we keep, the elements that we don't and all that introspective work. It is so, 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 so important. And then last, but certainly not least y'all, we've got to remember that our mind drives our results. Where our mind goes where energy goes results flow like if we're focusing on all the negative shit if we're focusing on all the reasons why we're not going to achieve this goal then no fucking shit we're not going to achieve it no fucking shit that we're going to keep going after it and falling short every single time because our mindset is in the gutter I keep thinking back to the first you know my marathon that I did a couple months ago and whenever I missed a checkpoint my mindset went in the complete gutter. And from there on, my marathon went downhill quick. And it was because my mindset went downhill quick. And so this time too, I, I probably could have done it in under 2.30. Like I know I could have. Me being the rational person that I am, I know I could have pushed in certain places, even if I can't go back and change it. But I realized once I got on the back stretch, so this course is like a four lap course. So the half marathon, you do four laps of this like roadway or whatever. Um, and I realized on my back stretch, I was like, I'm never going to make it. Like my mind was already like, I'm not going to hit that goal. And so I walked more than I should have. In reality, I started my watch two minutes earlier because the beat, the fucking bib, it doesn't start until I crossed the finish line and I was, or like I crossed the start line, the time didn't start. And so I actually started my watch too early. And so I could have done it all the time, all that time. And I know, I know I shouldn't think this way, but that's the thoughts that went in because my watch was two minutes earlier than what my bib time was because of where I cross the start line. And so if I wouldn't get, wouldn't have got in my head and wouldn't have got complacent and wouldn't have thrown a pity party, I probably could have hit my goal. And that was on me. That was where my mindset faulted. And so we've got to, you know, own our shit and own where we could have done better and, and realize that mindset is everything. Like y'all transformation always happens from within. It happens from within and it trickles from outside. No, like that's one thing that pisses me off to no others. Everybody is always working on trying to transform their outside when they should be focused on transforming their inside. And so please y'all do me a favor, start working on what's in between those years, you know, and, and know that it's not going to be perfect. Like I have been doing a lot of fucking mindset work over the last two years. And I still, as you guys can tell, still struggle with it. I still struggle with that inner demon sometimes. And I feel like we all do and we always will. It just happens less frequently. And so it happened in a real, an opportune time for me today. And you know what? That's on me. My pace is on me. And you know, 
I, I'm only trying to beat the person that I was yesterday. And, you know, yes, I'm proud of it. And yes, I'm proud of how far I've come, especially since, you know, in December I was running a fucking three hour half marathon and now I'm at a two and a half hour. And so that's a big jump from what, six months, seven months. And so just trying to, I'm trying to remind myself of how far I've come, not how far I've got to go. So I want you to do that too. I want you to remind yourself every single time that you might not hit your goal or every single time that you fall that, you know what? Yes, I've fallen, but I'm going to get back up and I'm going to keep going after it because look at all these other times in the past that I've fallen, but I've gotten up and I've come back stronger, right? You got to get up, dust yourself off and come back swinging stronger. So I hope that helps. I really don't know if any of this episode helped. I I probably just rambled a lot. Um, and you know, sometimes, sometimes rambling's good. Sometimes you get a little, some little nuggets, some little nugs out of the rambles. And I feel like that could be what you guys got today. But just remember y'all that you can do this. I know it can feel like you can't when you're struggling or when you've fallen or when you're, you've hit hard times, but just know that you have in you what it takes to see success. You have in you what it takes to hit your goal. You have to believe that. You have to keep fighting. You have to keep picking yourself up and dusting yourself off. And no one can believe it enough for you to help you achieve it. It has to come on you. It has to fall on you, okay? You've got to believe in yourself enough to know that you will eventually get there. That no matter how many times you fall, no matter how many times you go after your goal and you don't succeed, that eventually you will. And know that it's going to be that much more sweeter when you do hit that goal. Y'all, you have to think of all the fucking successful ass motherfuckers out there that have gone after goals and not... I mean, take Thomas Edison, for example, right? He got told he was too stupid to ever learn anything, went on to carry a thousand plus patents. Oprah Winfrey got fired from her first TV job just to become a fucking billionaire. Walt Disney was told he wasn't imaginative enough to ever be successful. Fucking the... the Like, there's just so many people that have publicly failed time and time again and have seen ultimate success. And so just remember that you too can be that, but not if you get in your way, not if you let your, your failures fucking dictate you and you don't learn anything from him and you just seize up. And so we've got to keep fighting. We've got to keep pushing. We've got to do like our babies do and dust our knees off and go come at it from a different angle. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I got for you tonight. Um, my line is empty, so I need to go refill and I'm going to go read and, you know, contemplate my life decisions. And we're going to wake up tomorrow, not being a bitter bitch, but a happy bitch. And so if you like this episode, if you got even a little bit of something from it, or even if you laughed, do me a favor, share it to your Instagram stories, tag me at Allie Griffith. I would love to say a thank you um, and let me know your favorite part. And then also, if you have not yet, please rate and review this podcast. Um, you guys message me all the time how much you love it, but it would really, really help if you scroll down, hit the five stars and leave a little rating and review. It helps the podcast grow so much. And I so, so appreciate it. Um, so anyways, If there's nothing else, I'm going to leave y'all like I leave you every single time. In a world full of bitches, be that bitch, whatever that bitch is to you. I love y'all, and I'll see you next Wednesday.